0: A New Financial specializes in helping the Black millennial household to strategically and confidently shop for insurance. They have over eight years of experience with insurance and are located in Richmond, Virginia. A New Financial is a certified Black-owned business and a one-stop shop for anyone who wants help with auto, home, business, life, and health insurance. They have your life covered. Call them today at five seven one four zero two four two zero eight 402 4208 and let them know that Malik's First Job sent you. Thank you. Malik's First Job, Financial Principles for Teens, is an excellent resource to get your children started on understanding the basics of financial literacy. This book, which is set in Brownsville, Brooklyn, about a young man who gets his first job and then shortly thereafter sits down with his dad to learn how to manage his money. There are several topics that are covered within this work, uh, such as paying yourself first, disciplining your spending, knowing the difference between an asset and a liability, creating multiple sources of income, as well as the importance of being charitable. So again, if you wanna get your children started on understanding finance and becoming responsible adults, we highly recommend that you purchase the book, Malik's First Job, Financial Principles for Teens. So please visit maliksfirstjob.com to get more information. Peace.
1: Um, I would honestly say, make sure that you have passion behind what you're doing. Um, with passion, you just honestly can grow from it and it just gives you something to always look forward to because you can use your creative style and just keep going. Um, Besides that, I would definitely say to look at other entrepreneurs, talk to other entrepreneurs, Malik's First Job Podcast, here to answer any questions that y'all ask. Financial literacy and resources. Parents and young people becoming bosses. CEOs, future leaders, entrepreneurs. Conferences and boardrooms getting sponsors secured. If you want generational wealth, Brooklyn's own Curwin Phillip with information to help. Malik's First Job Podcast. Malik's, Malik's podcast. Brooklyn's own Curran Phillip. Curran Phillip. Malik's First Job Podcast. Podcast. Pod, podcast. Brooklyn Zone. Kerwin Phillip.
0: Generation Wealth. greetings everyone. How you doing? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Malik's First Job Podcast where we focus on leadership, entrepreneurship, and financial literacy for parents and teens. Today we have a special guest on the episode this evening. We have a student, athlete, Entrepreneur, Nazia Washington. How you doing, Nazia?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. I'm good. So, for people who are not familiar with you, tell them about yourself.
1: So I'm 16 years old. I own two businesses, and then I also play many sports.
0: Okay. So tell us about your two businesses.
1: So one business, one business that I owned before my current business was a jewelry business which is where I made handmade jewelry and sold it around my community. And that's how I made money to open up my business that I have currently, which is flick factory and stuff museum.
0: Okay, great, great. So for the first business in which you started, how old were you when you started that?
1: I was roughly 15, 15, 16.
0: Okay. And what made you want to get into jewelry?
1: Um, so I actually have an aunt that sells jewelry, and as I bought jewelry from her, she used to let me help her make her jewelry, and that's how I branched off and started making jewelry on my
0: own. Okay, and what kind of jewelry was it that you were making?
1: So things like earrings, necklaces, charm bracelets, and then if anybody asked me for special jewelry such as inklets or anything, I would also do that.
0: Okay, okay. And then, like, where would you sell the jewelry?
1: So I did have an Instagram account. And then I also had a website. Um, I eventually stopped using the website just because business wasn't coming through. But I did get a lot of sales through Instagram. So it was just more beneficial.
0: Okay, cool, cool. So you were selling jewelry. And what made you transition from the jewelry to Flick Factory?
1: So I actually wanted to move into doing something that Being that my aunt was more of the jewelry type of person, yes, I liked it, but I didn't really have a passion for it. And so I wanted to do something that I had a passion for and that I could grow from. And so that's where I started looking into opening up the Selfie Museum.
0: Okay, so so tell us about Flick Factory. Exactly what was the concept and everything behind it?
1: So Flick Factory is a Selfie Museum in Richmond, Virginia. Basically, when you come into the space, we have over a dozen rooms curated with different themes, different styles, basically to fit everybody's personal style, uniqueness, and anything like that. Um, We did change our rooms quarterly, so each room would be fresh and different for different crowds that came through. Um, When I did start Flick Factory, I came up with the rooms on my own, and then as I progressed through the business, I let the clientele come up with rooms, and I would change them with my creative style.
0: Oh, wow! Wow! So, what was it about? I guess a selfie museum that made that gravitated you towards that particular type of business.
1: So, with my dad being in the military, we were um, stationed in North Korea when we were when we were there. Wait, we weren't stationed in North Korea. Korea. We were stationed <laughs> in South Korea. We were stationed, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> in Seoul. and when we were there, is when I um, seen selfie museums. And they weren't necessarily selfie museums, but just interactive museums where they were more hands-on. And in Richmond, the only thing we really had was a children's museum. And so with Flick Factory, we were open to all ages, and we were really welcoming to just anybody that wanted to come in and take pictures and make long-lasting memories.
0: Oh, wow, wow, wow. And I remember, because um, when did you open that business? We when opened you... May 31st. May, uh, what year? May 31st of
1: 2021.
0: 2021. Okay, All right, great. And that's a good date too. May 31st. That's my birthday. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you had the Flick Factory, and what was it like running that business?
1: So running the business, um, I wouldn't say it was easy in any way. Um, I don't know if it was because I was 16 or if it because it was because we were in a pandemic. But it definitely had its ups and downs. But overall, I liked it, and I feel like it showed me a different way to look at things. Um, I learned from other entrepreneurs, I went to a lot of webinars and seminars to figure out how to brand for my business since it wasn't the same as jewelry. And so I feel like I learned a lot and I'll be able to use that when
0: we reopen. Oh, wow, okay. You said reopen, now, uh, well, we'll, talk, we'll touch on that a little bit later. <laughs> okay. So, all right, so, um, so what were some of the challenges that you faced while you were running the business?
1: Um, when running the business, I feel like with the COVID restrictions, I wasn't able to have as many customers in the space at one time. And so I feel like it messed up my clientele a little, or like when we had people ask to have bigger parties in the space, I wasn't able to accommodate for them. And then also the size of my space, I would like to offer like more rooms, more just space for people to come in and just have fun because even with the COVID restrictions, it depends on the size of your space on how many people you can have in at a time.
0: Okay, okay. Now, how were you able to balance, you know, running a business, playing sports, and your school time?
1: So it was really the help of my parents. Um, When it came to doing sports, I did stop doing sports for the time being just because it was a lot to handle at the time. But school was definitely first always, and then came Flick Factory, but it balanced out pretty well. And, of course, with my parents' help.
0: Okay, great, great. So, um, I know I mentioned you played sports. What sports did you play?
1: So, I did all-star cheer, and then I was also doing track. And then um, I participated in some activities throughout the community. So, if we had uh, rec cheer teams, I would go and help the younger cheer teams or anything like that.
0: Okay, okay. Now, how do you think uh, participating in sports helped you in entrepreneurship?
1: Um, I feel like sports shows you leadership, and it also shows you how to work with other people and take criticism. And so when I went into business, I was able to listen to other entrepreneurs give me feedback on my business, not bad feedback or not good feedback, but just a little bit of both, how to grow my business, what things I could change, and then the leadership. Um, At one point, I was the captain on my cheer team, and so I feel like that helped me go into entrepreneurship and running a business.
0: Okay, okay. So, um, let's see, so the leadership aspect and, you know, I guess, you know, balancing school and stuff like that. So, so where is, um, so where is Flick Factory at now?
1: So right now we are located still on West Broad street in Richmond, Virginia, but we are looking to relocate.
0: Okay. And why are you looking to relocate?
1: Um, I feel like where I'm located now does not really allow enough foot traffic. I am currently in a shopping center, kind of off in a cut. And so I feel like I want more of a street view so that people can just see the business. I can bring in more clientele, and it will also help with branding.
0: Okay, okay. Now, also, I I found that you all opened up, I guess you said May of 2021. Mm -hmm. Since you've opened, I've seen other little selfie museums pop up around town. I, That's I correct. I want to say that Factory was the first yes. in the area, right? Then we had, you know, others that came about afterwards. Now, mm-hmm. how did you feel when you start seeing other other businesses popping up that had the same idea that you had?
1: So, honestly speaking, it was kind of discouraging at first. It was like, and then to have no credit behind it, it was like, wow, like people can really take your idea, but since they have it and their name behind it, it's theirs now. So, um. It was discouraging, but my parents told me that, like, with that, you just have to go bigger and better. And so I had the help of my, um, what's it called, customers and my parents. And from there, I switched my rooms up. And a lot of the other selfie museums did not switch their rooms. And we also offered more time. So it was just, like, pros and cons between the selfie museums.
0: Right. You know, sometimes when you see competition, it helps keep you on your toes. Yes. Like, like okay, I got somebody that's trying to take my spot, so I got to kind of yeah. switch things up a bit, right? So, you know, it's, so competition is good. Yes. You know, oftentimes when you see a McDonald's, there'll be a Burger King right across the street. So,
1: Definitely.
0: You know, they're still, they're both making money, so um you just kind of got to have to switch up your product and your offering a little bit different yeah what your competition has. So, okay, great, great. Um, so you're looking for a new location, right? Um, now, uh, now also you're a college senior, I mean, high school senior.
1: Yes. I'm a high school senior and I do plan to either go to college or pursue another career.
0: Okay. So let's say if you continue to pursue uh flick factory, how are you going to incorporate that with your school or whatever else do the future holds for you?
1: So I've been working on that currently. Um, I'm not really sure, honestly. Um, it's, crazy to think about. It was already hard trying to manage it with just high school. So I feel like going off to college, it could be a little bit more difficult, but nothing that I can't handle.
0: Okay. Okay. Great. So you have, um, so you only, you say you're 16 or 17, you said I'm 16. 16. And you you've have you've a business and, um, what would you, what, um, tips or t- tricks would you give to other young entrepreneurs? That are looking to start a business and and grow a brand
1: um i would honestly say make sure that you have passion behind what you're doing um with passion you just honestly can grow from it and it just gives you something to always look forward to because you can use your creative style and just keep going um besides that i would definitely say to look at other entrepreneurs talk to other entrepreneurs um it helps a lot i feel like when i first started my business yeah, I knew some things, but as people came into my business, even people that weren't entrepreneurs, just listening to outsiders, it helped me.
0: Okay, okay. So, what I guess famous uh, entrepreneurs do you I guess look up to?
1: Um, I really like Grant Cardone. He, Grant Cardone? yes, he's okay. like phenomenal. Like words can't even explain it. It's crazy yeah Um, besides that i like to look up to like smaller entrepreneurs also seeing younger entrepreneurs people younger than myself out here doing things it's like crazy and it also shows me that like you can't give up there's people younger than you out here doing it too
0: right right i know last year you and your dad had an opportunity to come and check out the um the richmond children's business fair
1: yes it was so crazy and i absolutely loved it it was kids aged like five all the way to my age. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So did you get a chance to speak to some of the kids out there that day? And, and so I some- talked
1: to some of them, um, and then I also exchanged social medias with them. So I constantly like to promote their things. They do the same for me. And then if um, I'm running a sale, I'll try to see if I can help some of them or just vice versa. It's really good.
0: You are invited to the biggest youth entrepreneurship event in Central Virginia. The 2022 Richmond Children's Business Fair takes place on Sunday, March 13th, 2022 at the Science Museum of Virginia, Dewey Gottwald Center from 1 to 4 p.m. Come out to see over 60 youth entrepreneurs between the ages of five and 17 display and promote their products and services. This is an event you don't want to miss, and you can bring the entire family. The 2022 Richmond Children's Business Fair is brought to you by the Youth Business Exchange, the Metropolitan Business League, the Urban Hang Suite, Titans and Tierras, Dress for Success Central Virginia, Innovision Consulting, and the Malik's First Job podcast. See you there. So what are some of the other lessons that you've learned? Because you, you've gone from, I guess, even though your business right now is, is like temporary temporarily on hold, mm-hmm. like what have you learned about business itself going through this cycle? And what have you learned about yourself going through this cycle? Um what have you learned about business going from start to where you are now?
1: Okay. So as far as business, I feel like I've learned that there's always going to be ups and downs and it's never going to be perfect. Um, you just have to roll with the punches. Honestly, you never know what tomorrow's going to hold and you don't know what the day after that's going to hold. So just take it day by day, keep pushing throughout the days. And it's not a nine to five job. It's honestly a 24 hour job. I feel like I was up doing that more than I was up doing school some nights. It was It's definitely something that takes time and dedication. Um, As far as personally, I've learned so much about myself, even my confidence. Um, I kind of lost confidence throughout the process. As you stated, there were other self museums that came about. And it only discouraged me at one point. But building that confidence back up and knowing that that just means that you have to work harder to what you want to achieve, it helped me.
0: Okay, great, great. Now, where do you see yourself, I guess, in the next five to ten years?
1: Um, in the next five to ten years, I see myself with multiple selfie museums, um, flick factories all over the world. I also see myself with other businesses. As far as what those businesses um, are, I'm not quite sure, but I just I know that there's going to be other businesses in the near future. Um, <laughs> And hopefully I'm either in college or pursuing another career.
0: Okay, okay, great. Now, I know you said you want to kind of, you said build other flick factories. Now, have you already protected the name flick factory? So, the name
1: is protected, and then um, we've also looked at other places to open up flick factories. So, outside of the state that we currently are in.
0: Oh, okay. You're thinking about like a franchise model? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. All right. All right. So, um, anything else you want to share with the, with the uh, audience before we uh, we wrap up today?
1: Um, no. All I can say is just if you're looking to open a business, go for it. I mean, it's either going to make it or it's not. And if it doesn't, there's always a different path to go down. Whether it's the same business and revamping it, or if that's another business that you have in mind, you just have to try it. Okay.
0: Okay. Great. Great. All right. Now, wait, on, Before you wrap up, now I know your dad and your mom are also entrepreneurs. Yes. Okay. So, what what have you learned from them, from watching them work their businesses?
1: Um, I've learned that they made it look easy. <laughs> Definitely, it's not as easy as they made it seem. Um, looking from the outside in, it was just like, oh, they go into their storefronts every day, they come back home, they're making money. Okay, that's all. But it's definitely a lot more that goes on behind the scenes. Um, But with them already having businesses, I guess it gave me connections to other entrepreneurs that were not just my parents, because sometimes it's hard taking the information straight from my parents and just rolling with it. Okay. Right.
0: Now, I I also know that you mentioned that um, you lived overseas in South Korea. Yes. Right. Now, what was life like living over there in comparison to living here in the States?
1: I would definitely say it was a different experience, but an experience that I would not trade for anything. Um, I actually like living over there a little bit more than living here. It was a different lifestyle. The kids my age were doing things that you would see an elderly person here do. Like It was just so crazy. Um, like what, you for kids, Like you'll see a kid at 9 o'clock in the morning taking a train to go to school. OK. Kids like nine. Why are you taking a train by yourself? Like, where are your parents? But they're just very independent, and I feel like that also helped me with leadership and independence now. Since I was there at a younger age, it was just kind of instilled.
0: Oh wow, wow, interesting, interesting. So you said you like it better over there
1: than here? Yeah, it was it was definitely different, and I think that's why I liked it. It's always good to see change every once in a while. Get out of your small circle that you're always in.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Great. So for those people that want to follow you and keep up with your progress with your business, where can they find you online?
1: You can find me at Flick Factory RVA. It's F-L-I-C-K-F-A-C-T-O-R-Y-R-V-A. And that's where we post on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We post periodically, but we are consistent. Um, on TikTok, you can definitely tag us in your videos and we'll repost them. And the same goes for Facebook and Instagram.
0: Okay, great. great. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. And thank today. you definitely for having me. And definitely, you know, want, you know, wish you all the best in your future endeavors. I know our Flick Factory will be back and back with events. <laughs> yes. So definitely looking forward to it.
1: Well, thank you so much.
0: All right. You have a good evening. You too. I take care. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google products and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something together. Follow the link in the show notes and let Bud Sprout know that we sent you, and that'll get you a twenty dollars Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Thank you very much, and let's be great podcasting together. Peace. Generation Generation. Well, 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 well.